Don't cough on the mic, dude. Well, it's not started yet, dude. dude this you're going to kill Eddie Pepperdine. You're going to cough on that mic, and you're going to kill a legend. You know, want to know something funny? What? A few years ago, um, I don't want to. I won't say who, but somebody borrowed my uh, podcast stuff. It was like this kind of same setup with the handheld mic to uh, record a podcast the yeah. next day with Howie Mandel. Oh. And so I farted directly ah. into the microphone the night before just to be like, because I know he's a germaphobe. That, that rules. By the way, have you seen that? Oh, hey, welcome back, Fries, folks. This is Kevin taking across from me. is Bruce Gray. Tell him where we are. We're inside of Bruce's sex dungeon. In my room, in dude. His, in his bedroom. Where few men are allowed. I know. it's uh, Chicks it's, only. It's pretty special. This is where I have sex. Yeah. And this is where I... Always when the magic happens. It's rather that you forty-five you, seconds at a time. Mostly card tricks. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in bed. And I'm doing like the quick hand movement thing. Yeah, I'm grabbing yeah. the card. <laughs> yeah, I bust and I, a bunch of cards fall out of my sleeves. Did you uh, when you were going like? <laughs> like I wasn't your, doing nothing like that. You were like snorting it up earlier because you're all uh, congested. Like I the, was hanging the, out in the rain all day yesterday at the. Did Rose you Bowl. like the mucus monster from? Uh, That's T.J. Miller, dude. From uh, is it really? Yeah, the voice of my teacher. I'm pretty sure at least that's awesome. The music <clears throat> guy. No, I watched. Uh, I watched uh, just like in the background on TV. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective Two. Oh wow! When Nature Calls, and he does that where he, he's like he spits in his face and says, "It's considered a very nice. Like he must like you a lot." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh really?" And then he does that <laughs> big, and then he just uh, unloads. It's a great scene. Wow, There's so much shit. Welcome back to Kevin Tinkin's movie reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Tinkin gives you the play-by-play on movies that you've seen a thousand times. Uh, well, I was in the rain all day yesterday. Now I have the sniffles. Not yeah, all day. Oh, that's it was right. raining at the game for a while yesterday. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I just went to the Rose Bowl. No big deal. Yeah, you went to the Rose Bowl to uh, to to. Uh, I was gonna run on the field and kill double myself. Double team an old man. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna run on the field and kill myself, but I decided not to. You know what's funny? I was whenever I go to a stadium or a new place, I always look at like the FAQ. You know, the frequently asked questions or like the rules. I always look at the FAQ. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a. uh, I always look at like the things that you're allowed to bring in and not bring in, basically, so Mm -hmm. I don't get in trouble if I bring like a weed pen in or anything. Mm. And uh, I found out that at the Rose Bowl there is a free speech zone. Oh, so there's a zone where you could go to where protesting is allowed, but I didn't find it. All d- we were walking around at the tailgate yesterday yeah. all day, and I I never found the free speech zone. But there was a few t- times where they, cause you know, at like those big events, they have like the like VIP tailgate where you could like buy like for like specific fans. Yeah, so you could like buy a ticket to that also and like go party. But like there was like these different tents where they're blasting like party rock or like jump around or whatever, and I was like, damn, that must be the free speech zone inside Dude. of there. Seriously. Also, I was thinking that if you get we were saying that if you get in a fight with your wife at the uh, free speech zone, <laughs> that if you guys are getting divorced, she can't use that in court against you because she understood what she was getting into when she went into the free speech zone. Hundred percent, dude. Dude, anytime my wife disagrees with me, I go free speech, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she's like it's free speech. It's my First Amendment. Goes, Don't call me that. And I go free speech. How far off do you think you are from becoming one of those guys who? Uh, like refuses to talk to the police, uh, <laughs> you know. I'll never be those guys. The I, guys who are on video that like roll their window down a little bit and they're like, oh, "I don't answer questions." I'm the guy that thinks he can get through to the cop and like speak to him as an as a human being beyond him being a police officer. And I'd be like, "Truth be told, officer, I did have a couple of drinks, <laughs> but you know what it is? Like it was a Thursday. It was wild. Like my buddy came up from Fresno, like." We had to have a couple, you know what I mean? Like, while he's sticking a, glo- a gloved finger up your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I did. The only time I've ever potentially gotten in trouble with the cops was like one of like my third or fourth stand-up show ever. <clears throat> it was because afterwards I drove home, and it was like literally three blocks from my house. So you were drunk. Um, I had, I mean, I had like three drinks, and it was not a time where I had been drinking. Like, I wasn't drinking a lot. You had three Zimas. Yeah, I had three Zimas. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely not as cautious as I should be. But I'm also a big fat guy, so, like, that kind of helps. I'm very cautious when it comes to I drinking know. You're, driving. Well, you're you're cautious when it comes to driving, period. That's not true. Ah, what are you talking about? 
Dude, there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to happen in this world for Bruce Gray to get his own car and start driving around. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Like, someday you're going to drive me somewhere. I drive you places all the time. <laughs> I drive you around all the time. Remember, I drove you around that night that you threw up all over the comedy store. Yeah, it's no, true. We took a lift. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you tried to give me a nice lift. Yeah. You tried to get me an Uber Black. Or I whatever. tried to get, yeah. An Uber Black guy. Yeah. Um, and he was like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> wow. that, that's weird that that's not an option. Yeah. We made our own Uber. You know, <laughs> <laughs> No whites allowed Uber. Dude, I always like that perspective where it's like, they're like, if you want to support the black community, you buy from black business owners. And then, like, have you seen any of those things? Yeah, where, of course. Uh, and they're like, shit, man, I can't buy nothing. <laughs> like, I can't. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta buy it from the man again. Yeah, the worst. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually a genuine. Uh, oh, I know. Actually, the, thing, the problem. The, I'm, that an actual genuine problem is that yeah, there's not enough black-owned businesses. Th- yes, seriously. Like there uh, should be black Amazon. Oh, Blackazon. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a screenplay called yeah, Blackazon. You don't right want to talk about the shipping times on there, jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> shit. Maybe it says maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, you could just select a shit's few. been wild. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a few options you get. Maybe tomorrow. Shit, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm I'm about to, I'm gonna pull up. Real talk, I haven't even thought about that package <laughs> yeah. forever. My baby mama's freaking out. Oh man, no. It, but it genuinely, it's so funny. That happens a lot to me where I'm trying to say something like that's like actually intellectual and like genuine, but it comes off as like, like funny or like I'm being an asshole. Yeah, because it's like it genuinely was a problem. And he's like, shit, I can't buy nothing. <laughs> like he's trying to get stuff, and he's trying to support the black community, but he can only basically support the black community with like. Uh, restaurants and like a barber shop and like all this most stereotypical shit. Um, My favorite black owned business in Bakersfield is a was a place called Jay's Place. Oh, and it was a delicious soul food restaurant, dude. I've been there. I've you been, haven't? I, I had been there. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, know what happened there? No. Delicious soul food restaurant. The owner was, uh, you know, fooling around out on the town. And you know what his wife did? Burn it down? No, she shot him in the head. No fucking way. And so now it's called Mom's Place. I don't know if she's involved or not. I don't know if she, or maybe I don't know if he left the recipes behind or what, but wow. yeah, she capped his ass. Shot him in the face. Yeah. I don't know about the face. Definitely the head. But he, but she, she's in jail? Huh? She's in jail or she's. Uh, I believe so. I don't think it was a she murder. She Thelma and Louise did. Yeah, I don't think black folks do murder suicide. No, no, no. That's, yeah, the black people don't like to kill themselves. They're yeah. not fans. Uh, st- statistically speaking, dude, there was some shit in Bakersfield like this last week where like this dude went home from with this chick from the bar, and then that chick. These people are like a little bit older than me. Dude went home with this chick from the bar, and then her like ex husband like drove his big ass welding truck over there, and like confronted the guy oh, while they no. were there, and the guys shot each other. They what had an the old fashioned shootout, and they both died. And the chick's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, Dude, that's insane. like she's just chilling. Like yeah. she's she's scot she's free. Pro- is she just I'm sure she's uh, just the most beautiful woman. That's why they fought over. I don't know what she was a real catch. She she does look like the old, like she looks like Miss Bakersfield. Oh, wow. You know, that I think rules. she has like tattoos and maybe like one stretched ear. <laughs> <laughs> you to have a ring in it. Yeah, I done used it. So they they did that to each other. That's but, wild. Yeah, I, it's funny because every time there's like a big crime in Bakersfield, I always look the person up on Facebook, and I'm always like, "Oh, great, twenty five mutual friends." Dude, you know what I'm saying? That is, yeah, I totally know what you're saying. I've had some of that stuff happen. Remember Scott Peterson? Yeah, yeah. So do uh, I? I love that guy. So remember he? <laughs> oh yeah, remember his lady. His lady. His lady was you knew her. I yeah. Well, she was a Fresno person. She, and she Not was, Lacey Peterson. You knew the lady that he was trying to start a new life with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 person he was having an affair with. Her. Wasn't didn't she try stand up? I think so. That's yeah, yeah. So yeah. funny. Yeah, she uh, imagine she did and she never talked about 
Does she ever talk about any? No, other? no, no, no. It, it, she was just up there. She's like, so I was at the grocery store, and it's like, it's just a trip. Talk about what we all want to hear. Yeah, we all want to hear about how you were thrusted into the fucking. But that's how I think most people's fame is. Like people want like a certain level of fame, especially like now. But I feel like a lot of times the people that get famous for something, it's for something that they don't want to talk about. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like we, like we all wanted to hear like grandpa's war stories you know i do that bit about it but like everybody wants to hear about that shit but it's like the worst thing in their life you know so they don't necessarily want to talk about but like she yeah she was uh gosh dang it i can't oh i know what her name is that's right okay what's her you're allowed to say her name she's a public amber fry yeah what's she up to now amber Uh, fry of fry's electronics (laughs) she wishes dude uh fry's is loaded uh i love i used to love that place um, you know what people like her? They always like she's like. Uh, we're friends on Facebook. Are you? Oh, Hit her up, dude. I, I I know what happens. Did if, you? If how, I did start you? to try to date her, <laughs> I end up killing my wife. <laughs> yeah, she'll talk you into it. Yeah. Did you? When you first met her, did you know exactly who she was? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. It was. It was not. not that it was far. whispered around. No, no, no. I mean, it was because that trial was all over the news, and then so she was a big part of it. Um, it would be like if Amber Heard's roommate happened to live in Fresno. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, that's pretty much like what it was, because she just was around Fresno. And so she went to the same church I went to periodically. A lot of before people. the thing? Uh, yeah. You knew her no, before. No, you before. didn't know her before. No, I didn't know her before. It was the afterwards. Like, she had, she'd gone to the church a couple of times. We had a guy who won. Uh, the dating mask, the masked dater, the masked. Some it's like the a guy. Singer. No, no, no. It's a it's a dating show. Oh, Mr. Personality. It was called Mr. Personality. Nobody remembers and Mr. Personality. All the dudes had to wear masks. And the guy that won was this guy. It's a liberal dating show. They all have to wear COVID <laughs> masks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like uh, it was uh, like, I want to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had like the, it was like an eyes wide shut kind of mask thing. Interesting. But, I remember when he won because he was, had gone to the church, and we used to do an annual like video, uh, for to recap the whole year. And that one we did that Every year. Day, <laughs> I'll show it to you. The annual video. We, we did a full. It's Amber Fry all wasted at the <laughs> church Christmas party with. <laughs> we did a full musical, um, like a whole musical number about the church and stuff, and that guy was on. That, but that's like the only claims to fame, and um, Smoke and Chris Boken, uh, who smoked weed as a substitute teacher at, at uh, Fresno High School. You know him. We were in a band together. That's pretty. How, I, he smoked weed, dude. He goes like with students. Yeah, I, I feel like I haven't. I haven't told you this. I feel like we maybe talked about this. So I don't remember though. They were one year younger than me. The uh, him and Charlie. They were both amazing musicians. So we started a. a this guy plays the bass. Yeah, he plays the bass. It's and he funny wrote, because I just, I'm just guessing the smoking, the guy, the substitute teacher who gets caught smoking weed and yeah. is in a band is for sure a bass player. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, he was great, really talented. Uh, but when he went to college, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't when I know he left when he went to college, he got there on a full ride. And then when he got to college, he like. Basically, he listened to too much slightly stupid. I think he was cool. <laughs> like he he got into like cool the cool partying scene or whatever for the first time. Um and so got a little while. But anyway, we had started a band uh when I was uh, a senior and they were juniors. And <clears throat> then uh uh Chris he'd write songs and his thing was like I write songs I get to sing them. But he wasn't a great he wasn't the best singer. Classic um, band story. Classic band story. And then he uh, he premiered uh, this the, his we- the website for Gospel Spaceship, uh, which was the name of our band. It was first it was the Locals, and then it was Gospel Spaceship. But by the way, if you do want a, a copy of the Locals, Burning Up the Road, our four song uh, album. Is it a religious themed band? No, no, no. And matter of fact, I thank God in the liner notes, and the the guys were pissed about it. And it was like, I don't do it, man. I don't want you thinking God in there. I'm like, it's my liner notes. I put whatever I want. Because they're fighting over the liner notes. It, for your a, band that a, nobody see, gives a fuck about. Exactly. Nobody even knows about Bands it. at every level, will, no matter what, there will be a fight about nothing. Yeah, but we... Uh, so he, he shows me the website, 
And the landing page is uh, lesbian pornography. And it's just two chicks, like, topless, like, fingering each other. And, and he's like, and people stuff. are going to like this. Yeah. And he's like, so you go to our website and, like for the band and it's two lesbians. And then he kept like, anyway, so I was just like, I can't be involved with this. Like, I was too good. It's so funny because there's a lot of things that I do now and my friends will say things like, remember when you wouldn't do this? They'll be like, I can't, I can't think of anything specifically. But they're like, because there was stuff. Oh, my buddy uh, wrote a, a script called Bulges which is about uh, Hooters, but for dudes. And he used to have, he had to have a big bulge with like some spandex pants or whatever. And, you know, the handles were dicks and like, you know, everything was like dick themed. And uh, I was like, he's like, we should make it. I'm like, I can't be associated with something like that. Because it's, because it's, it's because it, it's unchristian or because it's not good. <laughs> uh, it was funny. Like, because we, we did, because we would do, I mean, you know me, like I, I just ended up making stuff up. So I probably said something about it, you know, and then. Sorry, how does this all go back to that guy who got caught smoking weed? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> so I don't hear from him after I left the band for a while. We're still friends or whatever. And then uh, I see him on the news and he's got the worst picture ever. He's got this huge widow's peak uh, haircut and. uh it's like a local substitute teacher uh, gets arrested for smoking p- weed with 14 students in the classroom. 14 students in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How stupid can you be? Well, so I, 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 it's a great question. And I asked In the him, classroom? In the classroom, buddy. So he goes. You asked him about it. Yeah, yeah. I go, I go, Chris, dude, I'm glad you're not in jail because I don't think you're a criminal. I think you're dumb. And he's like, dude. You don't get, I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't get it? Yeah. Uh, He's, he's like, he goes, bro. So like, we're we're talking or whatever. And there's these two, uh, two chicks who are just like, cause he's, he's right out of college at this point. And he's teaching like a junior or senior year, you know, something substituting. These two chicks were talking to me and we were having fun. And like, they were laughing, like they were laughing at me and stuff. And like, it was, I don't know, I was feeling it. And then like, Somebody like I was when I was teaching, somebody uh, said fuck or somebody cussed or whatever. And they go, oh, sorry. You know, sorry, teacher. whatever. And he goes, oh, I don't, I don't care. You can say whatever you want. And they go, really? And he goes, yeah. And they're like, can we can we like uh, can we get drunk or whatever? Like saying something like silly or whatever. He's like, it's like, I don't care. Or like, what was it? It was like, can, can we, we cuss? suck you off? And no, no. Like, it was like, okay. can we cuss? And he was like, yeah, I don't care. And then they're like, can we uh, can we use our phones? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And then another kid goes, can we smoke weed in here? And he Chris t- is telling me the story. He's like, because so at that point, you know, they were so happy, you know, when I said they could use their phones and like stuff. And like, I didn't want to say no, man. So I just go, go get my pipe. <laughs> so he has two students go out to his car, get his weed and his pipe. And then bring it back to the class and literally just smokes weed in the class with a bunch of the students. How long before from there till he gets in trouble? Like 45 I mean, minutes at the most? Yeah. No, I, well, I know it wasn't, it wasn't even a full room period. Like <clears throat> it was by the, I think by the time that class let out and this, the next class was starting, Everybody in the school knew what was going on because it smelled. Yeah, the like next weed. class. If you even me, if I walk into a class and it reeks like weed, I'd be yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Well, people were texting, like they're like, "Dude, we're, we're fucking smoking weed in you know in the yeah, shop class." Every that would be so epic. It'd be like, the coolest thing you ever did. Yeah, and so and Chris wanted to be cool, you know. I so mean, who cares about being cool? What a loser! I I, I mean I love the guy, but yeah the, yeah it's not. not so what's a smart he up to dude. now? I don't know. Last time I saw him, he was working at the at the the thrift store. Um, but brilliant guy, great singer, great or great uh, songwriter, great musician. But That's fucking so funny, idiot. Back in the day, man. I guess it's like horny dudes that don't get attention from girls. Yeah, and then whenever you do, you're like, yeah. Well, there's a lot of that too. That I, guess I mean, it's a Scott Peterson effect. Yeah, to kill your wife. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you you really do. You're just. A, Good for that lady. I don't know this for sure, but good for her that she never ended up doing porn. 
Because she might, she may have. But you know, Amber a lot Fry? of those, a lot of those people get into like, yeah, pussy to die for, I like think, kind of thing. You know, I, I think she did get offered a uh, million dollars uh, to be in Playboy. This is, uh, yeah, I, that remember that was a thing. You remember that? What? Like Hugh Hefner would have like standing invitations. Oh, to, to famous like, people yeah, for a million dollars. To like Lorena Bobbitt, like the yeah. one who cut her cock, husband's cock off, probably. Yeah. Well, I think that was a hustler. I think that did was, she pose in there? No, I think there was like a whole like there was a, a thing where they wanted to get his dick and stuff. Like they wanted to see like see it because people wanted to see like they wanted to see it. Yeah, you know, because it, which is insane. But well, around she, that she time, she cut it off and then threw it out the window of the car. I think, which is so yep. funny to be the guy who has to find it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have to go out and just search the side of the road to find yeah. some guy's cut off penis. Joey Botafuco and like, dude, all those, like, all those nineties. Joey Botafuco. Joey Botafuco was the guy who was involved with uh, the. Ah, uh, oh, shit! Somebody listening right now is like screaming the names. But Botafuco, he was uh, he was involved in another basically like scandal that was like Lacey Peterson, same tor- sort of thing. Uh, by the way, <laughs> he's an actor. Joey Buttafuoco. Yeah, but he's also... He, he had sex with a minor, Amy Fisher. There it is. Fisher subsequently shot his wife in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's right. I so he was fucking this, this young girl, and then the young girl shot his wife? Yeah, and then they made like seven movies about the story. Like, Jeez. there's so many movies that are based on that same thing, or maybe that thing's based on so many movies, or just a human condition to want to fuck a young girl and kill your wife. <laughs> I just, I just, it's funny to get caught up in such a scandal. Oh my God, Amy. Like, imagine you get caught up in such a scandal that you don't even, in the moment, you don't even really think about it, but it's like, then it becomes national news. And now you're like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how easily you can get caught up in the national news cycle without even thinking about it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- when people get in the national news cycle, it's usually on accident. Oh, yeah. Like, it's on accident, and it's for something they don't want to have come out. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something they're proud of. Yeah. It's fucked up. Because I know that's what's going to happen. If, if any, if I get my 15 minutes at some point, uh, the, it's going to be, like, because I, like, uh, went and took a shit in a surprise party. You shit your pants <laughs> at a hockey game? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, that would be... That's probably the most likely thing. It's like yeah. I'm on a, <clears throat> maybe I'm on like a, a Ventrilo a group chat, you know, on on the thing, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, we're playing video games because this happened. I was playing World of Warcraft and I shit my pants, uh, <laughs> like in like 2003. You should be on the news for that. Or maybe it was like 2005, but we had a diaper genie, uh, which is this uh, thing for oh, like you put a diaper in it. You like, put a diaper in there and then you you spin it and it basically wraps it, the diaper up in a singular bag so that it doesn't stink up the house. But I just put my old <laughs> shitty underwear, underwear in the diaper genie. <laughs> it was like uh, yeah, that's you should have been on there for misuse of a diaper genie. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of perfect. Abuse abuse of diaper genie. Yeah, it's like that's for the baby. Yeah, that's for the baby. That's so funny. My, my everything was for the baby. My wife's jugs. <laughs> you ever put your wife's jug in the diaper genie and wrap it up? <laughs> I don't want the stink. man puts his wife's breast in the diaper genie. That's he, that's you can easily be on the news, and Tonight that's all some 11. people want. That's all some people want is just a some sort of notoriety. How about that guy who killed those four chick, that four three chicks with the dude that Idaho thing? I don't see it. You hear about this? You read about this, dude. I'm so not. I, I. It's not the only thing I know that's that's news right now is that Barbara Walters died. Yeah, that's people it. are real tied tied up about her, right? People are like, oh, you know what's funny is that's with anybody now, where it's like she was beautiful, yeah. she was the groundbreaking thing, and then you see that video of her talking with Corey Feldman, where Corey Feldman's accusing all these people of raping him, and she's like, you're trying, you're you're ruining an entire industry. Yeah, and he's like. Yeah, well, they fucked me up the butt, lady. Yeah, yeah. No, she uh, she did that with somebody else too. Oh, it was with Norm Macdonald. Oh yeah, where she he was making jokes about OJ and she kept getting mad. No, like he he was making jokes about uh, the Clintons. It's oh, like now yeah. they're literally murderers. Like, and she's like, "We're gonna have to if you if you don't." And my, <laughs> don't, like, I can't her. think of how to do her accent. You can't even. It's it's. it's she has like Can a, I it's drawn back. Like you, you have to pull your face back and then yeah. talk. 
Because she had so much plastic surgery, too, probably. So you, you're, you're taking down an entire industry. <laughs> her mouth, doesn't, her mouth doesn't close all the way, I don't think. Yeah. They've been playing a lot of Red she, Dead Redemption lately. She sucks. Dude. She's just not fun. Barbara Walters? Yeah. Well, now she's dead. Rest, yeah. rest in piss. Maybe now she can relax. Yeah. Now she can stop doing interviews. Yeah. No, I have no opinion on Barbara Walters. So what was your favorite sex position? Yeah. <laughs> Amber Fry. So Amber Fry, how how you you and Scott would have sex? <laughs> Dude, by the way, have you watched Corey Feldman's live music performances lately? No, of course he's, not. He's dressed like Michael you Jackson. You know what's funny is you are somebody who's like, yeah, I'm just I'm just not tuned into anything. And then you're like, have you seen Corey Feldman's recent music performance? No, <laughs> of course I haven't. I mean, that's I met him though. I've met him a few times. Have you really? Yeah. Did or you? at the anti Hollywood rape. <laughs> Support Protest, meeting, yeah. yeah. No, he he hangs out at the comedy store sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's awkward as shit, man. He's a weird guy. Very very awkward. Uh, but it does feel like he's like coming in into his own confidence. I mean, uh, I mean which I is know. nice when you're in he your sixties. He had a period of very um, where he was very well spoken and very like, uh, you know, reserved. More reserved, not really reserved. Well spoken in like the. What he was trying to do, you know, this guy's a bad guy. These people are bad guys. Yeah, just like trying to get it all out there, and I think that was received kind of negatively because people were like, "Fuck off," kind of. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. then now I think he's like a little, a little loony. Well, I think a lot of people got upset with him because, um, like they felt like he was piggybacking on a walking Phoenix's death. Uh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Uh, Stream Phoenix. Uh, Lake Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin. Uh, no, River. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, when River died outside of the Viper Room when he was only six years old um, as a child actor. Um, <clears throat> no, but they felt like he was piggybacking off of that and then being like, well, yeah, he was. we were both raped. And that's probably why he was all fucked up. And then yeah. people got weird about it. Corey Feldman did say that he, he was fucked by everybody except Michael Jackson. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did, did say that. He said the only per- he literally basically said the only person who didn't fuck me was Michael Jackson. Dude, he he used to rule, man. He ruled Corey in Feldman? Goonies. In Goonies, oh, yeah. like he 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 rocked it. Dude, don't do that. What? You're gonna pull the cord. Why pull my. Why don't you pull? Why don't you go over here and pull my cord, bud? Nah, wait, pull my cord. Why don't you wrap it up in a nice way like a stage? I've been playing a bunch of Red Dead Redemption lately, dude. I'm playing it again. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, you know they were down there and they were f- <laughs> they were. Dutch, they've been fucking Corey Feldman. <laughs> How's that? Is that good, Arthur Corey Morgan? Feldman. Hey, Corey. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to see you. Has Michael Jackson in yeah, Red yeah. Dead? Yeah. Michael, you got, Michael, why were you down there for so long with oh, Jack? Oh, no. We got, oh, no, we got lost. We, got, we left all our money in Blackwater. When are we going to find it again? Oh, no. Michael, I got some business in town. Need you to help me out. What, Arthur, you don't, you don't quit taking Michael down to Blackwater. On you. Ooh, I want to pet the sheep. <laughs> we have one more job. <laughs> and Michael, you leave that boy Jack alone. You always say it's the last job. <laughs> but there's on, always nah. one more. You're hiding from the Pinkerton. It's like, come on, don't do nothing. <laughs> Arthur, you gotta keep Michael down. <laughs> well, Dutch, you know Michael. Look, he had a rough childhood, and his daddy wasn't no good. And he's we old. all can agree. We all understand what it's like to have a daddy who's no good. <laughs> he's holding the gun all limp. Yeah. <laughs> look, hey, hey you knock it off, man. <laughs> Where's all the money? Where's the money at? Dutch, you always want to do one more job, and I don't even want to go to Tahiti, Dutch. <laughs> Michael, you're going to Tahiti with all of us. Well, Jackson, Still, I know, I know I Michael know if... is a little sissified, but he can dodge any bullet you shot at you are got to get down. You don't want to see me. <laughs> well, Dutch, I mean, it, it, it's fine if you and Michael have maybe been spending some private time together. And I don't understand about <laughs> how he's always grabbing his crotch, but he's an artist. You know? crotch grabbing and crotch. You know, it's uh, different strokes for uh, different <laughs> folks, I guess. Dude, I will never forget. I've talked about this a couple of times because it is seared into my memory. Uh, that documentary about the the kids, uh, Michael Jackson's victims, oh. and when he's saying that Michael's like eating his ass, 
and he looks up and there's a cardboard cutout of Peter Pan <laughs> in his room. Oh. Like that, I'm, it, it's it, like, I don't know, but that like is, is seared into my mind. I remember we watched that at my old apartment. Yeah. You threw it on and then 10 minutes in, I passed out and then I never watched it again because I was like, I got it. It's a one-time thing. You yeah. re- I mean. I fell asleep 10 minutes into it and then I was like, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm good. I yeah. Know. I absorbed it all, you know. Dude, yeah, I always used to do all kinds of debauchery at your house. Yeah, I, it wasn't debauchery; it was more uh, slacking off. Yeah, getting out of slacking. Yeah. Well, Michael, you can't just <laughs> keep hanging out down by the kids' place down in town. And Dutch, uh, how come it says it's only a two star? <laughs> when I shot it, it was a three star. Dutch, <laughs> I don't understand. These skins look the same. Dutch, you always want one more job. <laughs> That's, if I knew how to do mods, I would put Michael Jackson in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to shoot the deers. Yeah. He does dress like one of those guys. He dresses like Sadie Adler, dude. <laughs> yeah, he does, dude. <laughs> That's a dude. odd deep cut if you've never Sadie played Adler. Game. Cool. This She's so probably hot. One, of my, one of my favorite characters. She's so hot. I, I think wanna, she's my favorite. It's like fuck Sadie. There's not enough sex in that game. No, all you a- could do is get jacked off in the bathtub tub barely, and it's yeah. like, dude, I want to see, I want to, I want to see, I want to get that GTA hot coffee. Yeah, yeah, hot coffee, dude. That yeah. yeah. should, you should at least be able to go in the wagon, and then the wagon start rocking. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy. There you was take your horse behind a mountain. <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah. <laughs> that's a that's definitely a decision they had to well, have. Well, Mister Hands, what are you doing <laughs> with that horse? They probably had to have a meeting about that of, to decide whether or not they were going to put sex and. Red Dead. Well, he, she kind of like it, it insinuates that she does the a really short jerk. Yeah, short and I mean, all of a bunch the of the ladies in the camp are prostitutes. Also, are they? Yeah. Oh, really? Or at least they were prostitutes. Like Jack. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Marston's lady Abigail. That's her yeah. name. I think she was a yeah. prostitute. She was like a fifteen-year-old prostitute, and uh, that's when he met her. Dude, that's. I mean, that's back in the day. That's when a lady became a lady. You know what I mean? I that's mean. when. Uh, you know, because you talk nowadays, to some people in our industry, they they still live by those standards. Yeah, they, everybody, you know, all the women now are, are like Britney Spears, you know, where they're. I'm not a girl. Dude, Crystalia would have crushed it in Red Dead. Dude, I gotta watch so that. So you're saying thing. that she's like a 15 year old, but I could fuck her? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, watch the documentary if you need any convincing. But if you don't need any convincing, just it's it's more of the same. I mean, I'm not, up. I'm not hiring him, and I'm also not gonna pick at anybody. So it's like I'm not gonna pick at anybody, but I've already been on the tip of not doing anything with him, or not doing any shows with him, or yeah, ch- having to check lineups on certain shows you get booked on before you say yes or no. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this: I refuse to work for Harvey Weinstein. Won't do it. See, that's where I draw the line because I need. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing. I I'll probably he's probably really happy about all the streaming services that are available now. He's probably really upset about what's happening to his industry, because I mean Harvey Weinstein uh, was a genius. Like he he ran one of the most successful movie houses in the world in history. Um, it just it seems like a lot of uh, people like that have uh, an Achilles heel of fucking kids or something. Yeah, like you're just Achilles, being a creep. Achilles penis. Yeah. It's your one weakness is your your weird dick, your egg shaped yeah. cock. Um, no, that was. I wish uh, I could get an opportunity Epstein. to like get myself in the news cycle by like choke slamming Harvey Weinstein like the Undertaker. Yeah, like imagine you get a chance to like give the give Harvey Weinstein the last ride, the Undertaker's <laughs> finishing move, or like you get to do an F five like Brock Lesnar, even a Stone Cold Stunner or. A rock bottom, dude. He's so big though. You could, you'd have to do like the luchadoras thing, yeah. where you wrap your legs around his head and then you spin around. <laughs> you know what I would do? I would get him on the ground and then I would do that thing that fat wrestlers do, where the guys on the ground and they walk up to him and they put their foot on his chest and then just step over him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah. And then, then they like roll around. They're like, ah. Oh. The I f- give him chops on the chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like really loud. <laughs> I would over and over. I'd, I'd jump up on the top of the comedy store and do the five-star far- frog splash <laughs> into the parking lot, break both my knees. Dude, that would be sick. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries to do like a... I, I always was expecting Josh Martin to do like a, a table dive 
you know, and just jump on a table to break it from the top of the comedy store. Yeah, it would be uh, nice to see more wrestling moves in real life, I think. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. More more flair when it comes to street fighting. Because street fighting, it's always such a panicked thing. Everybody, you're so... People really need to take their time and start thinking about the flair that they're putting into. I agree. I, I do like the luchador idea of, like, me jumping up on Harvey Weinstein and, like, doing... <laughs> put my my legs on his shoulders and do the spin and throw yeah, him yeah. down. And then you're between his... You pull him over and then he, he falls yeah. up and then you pull his legs back and then the... His legs start kicking. The most, the most, and then the ref comes sliding in. One, yeah. two, three, and they go. But then ah. one of Weinstein's guys sneaks up behind the ref and hits him with a chair. <laughs> so then, like, kind of all rules are off, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the most precise thing I've ever seen in a street fight was at the comedy store on the sidewalk in front. It was after a Joe Rogan and Friends show, and this bald guy with a bald guy with like a no beard, but like decently sized guy. A Joe Rogan fan. A manly looking guy. Pretty manly looking guy. Yeah. Late 20s, early 30s probably. Probably mid 30s. Was like getting into it with the security and like all these other people. There was like something going on. I don't remember. But something happened. He was getting kicked out. And then he was right there. And he threw his beer at the security guard. (laughs) And so then him and the security guard square up for about half a second. Which security guard? Uh, Julian, the tall guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So they square up and they're about to fight. For like half a second. And this other guy who looks very similar to this guy, but has a beard, sneaks up behind this guy and just gets him in an immediate chokehold. Like be like very textbook. Yeah. Arm across the, the thing, hand on the back of the head. You know, you gotta push down a little bit. Yeah. And then this guy starts flailing around. And the guy who's being choked is looking directly at me. And you can see and he's like, he's legitimately being choked unconscious. <laughs> and he's just staring at you. He's staring at me. And then I. He's, he goes, you were my favorite. <laughs> I see the life leaving his eyes. And so then I yell to the guy. I say, hey, I start screaming. I'm like, don't drop him. Don't drop him. Don't drop. Him. Like literally because the guy is unconscious yeah. for us. Like he's going unconscious. And if you just let go of that guy, he's going to smash his head yeah, yeah, yeah. directly forward and probably get some kind of brain damage. CT. And so the guy gently lays him down on his side on the sidewalk and then walks away. And I forgot who said it, but it was one of the funniest things. Because both of those guys were coming from the Joe Rogan and Friends show. Yeah. And they were like, man, I, somebody said it. They said, I, I think this means the only thing that can stop a bad Joe Rogan fan is a good Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, so that's... This guy got choked unconscious, and then he woke up and wanted to fight the guy. And we were like, dude, he's gone. He's down. He's he woke up. He's far down the street. Fight the guy. He woke he, up and he was like, "Who did that to me?" I will never understand the confidence of the people who want to keep fighting. Yeah, I've never got it because even if you win the fight, you're probably going to get hit, and it hurts. It does suck. It doesn't feel good. So don't fight. Like, but also, you're not confident in the fact that you could win a fight. If you knew how to fight and you were confident, not me. I'm also yeah. not. But I'm saying, if you knew how to fight and you were confident that you could win a fight. I think part of you would be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I get to do what I like to do, and that's fucking fight. Yeah. I, I try to encourage my son to get into uh, karate and stuff because I think there is a level of confidence that you have that you carry throughout your whole life. If you yeah, know, it's like a confidence thing. Yourself. It's a discipline thing. It's like all of that. Yeah. yeah get him into jujitsu. I mean, we'll just get him a gun. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Get your son a gun. Yeah, I mean, because father, like, local father, buys his son a gun and says, "Carry it at all times." It's look, in the news. Look, I get I get it's illegal and whatnot, and I sure shucks shouldn't have gone in that Target with it and showed it to the register. But you should have seen this boy's confidence go through the yeah. roof once I gave him that Ruger. Yeah, you should encourage your son to open carry. Hell yeah, dude! Why not put an AR on his back and just yeah. take it to school? <laughs> Just sit in class. <laughs> it's my right. Yeah. As an American. That's so funny. Dude, there were kids. Uh, some kids brought a gun to uh, to school uh, at my son's at high school. And so they went into lockdown and stuff. But it was literally that he brought a gun and like showed it to his buddy in his backpack. I was like, dude, check it out. And then his buddy like showed it, grabbed it and showed it to somebody else. And they were like, oh, cool. Like they're just complete idiots. But they locked the school down for like two hours because of it. And then uh, they told, on the announcement, they told all the kids, hey, there's a kid with a gun here, so just stay in the classroom. That's wrong. Why would they? Oh, dude, this world. Your son's like, I love you guys. He was like, no, he he told me, it's like, it's fine. 
my daughter had an incident like that too, where she's like, "We're in lockdown. It's fine." <laughs> I'm like, "Man, it's just a different world." I just my school in fifth grade had to evacuate because of the bomb threat. Oh, really? Yeah, we had to go to another school. Were you gonna try stand up for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was this girl crying on the bus because she lived like two blocks from the school, and oh. she was afraid her cats were gonna get blown up. And everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that type of stuff. I I forgot about that. Like, I, I I can't think of a moment of danger like that. Oh, dude, the last time I felt that kind of like out of control danger was uh, when we were at that show that had the earthquake when you when you were you were on stage. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Remember that? No, that was laughter. <laughs> Yeah, no, that That was was genuinely like this place is going to because there was earthquakes and we was like it was expected that there would be a big earthquake. Yeah, because there was like just it was like around Fourth of July in like 2019, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They're like uh, the butterfly flapped its wings in Tokyo today. And but also we were in Tehachapi and the earthquakes were coming out of Ridgecrest, which is nearby there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fucking that was that was the most I've ever felt an earthquake was at that show. It was fucking nuts. And that girl was uh, that girl got under the table. You and remember she wouldn't that? get out. I remember you were on stage and she was still sitting under the table and you were like, You could go, like it's totally fine. Packed yeah. show. And you were like, You could leave. Everything is totally fine. Like, yeah, well, you, she you, was if you if you want to go. And then she stood up and ran out of the venue crying. Yeah. That was nuts. It was but nuts. I was out because well, the... she was like under the table, and then I realized she was under the table because it, it, we had another tremor when I was up there. Yeah. And then she was... I wasn't on stage. I yeah. And she was terrified. Terrified. Only one under the table. Everybody else was like, like nothing was happening. And yeah, then I was I, because I was trying to make a joke about it. And then I saw her terror, and I was like, "You can go. There's nobody holding you here. Like this is like you look scared." Well, because remember it was like very heavy Latino crowd, mm-hmm. and I felt like a little shake in the, uh, like a, I felt a, felt a, a small shake. Mm-hmm. I felt like a small shake, and I was like, interesting. And I walked outside, and I was like, I wonder, like, just literally, like, was that a little earthquake? And then this chola chick came out, and she was like, you feel that little shit? That was like, like, I swear, I was like, yeah, yeah. I swear to God. I was like, yeah, that was crazy. And then that was when that big motherfucking one hit. That was like shaking the, st- the yes. streets. The street signs were literally waving around like they were on a fucking spring. Yeah. And legit, me and this lady... This like forty plus year old chola. As soon as it started shaking, we both grabbed each other, but in a way of like, we both grabbed each. We're facing each other. We both grabbed each other by like the top of the elbow here. You know, <laughs> like Scooby Doo so, and Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, dude. We both like. I may as well have jumped into her arms and yeah. she held me. And we were like, "Holy shit!" And we both like walked down the. St- we like moved more into the parking lot, and then everybody started flooding out of the building. Well, she, I remember one lady was running out, and she goes. Oh shit! I gotta go get my kids. Yeah, my kids are at home. And yeah, I had yeah. a big. La- I had a video. Remember, I had a video of it. Yeah, well, yeah. So I was taking a video of the street side shaking, and this <laughs> bigger, bigger lady runs by, and they're like, "Where are you going, Yesenia? Where are you going?" And she was like, "I gotta go get my kids." Yeah, and <laughs> her like, kids are at home alone, and they're yeah. fucking just an earthquake. And, and she just hammered at the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, it was nutty. I love those shows, man. The Tashby shows. I just love shitty. Your show is kind of out there in the middle of it because that is a shitty show. Like shitty shows that have audience members that want to see it because honestly, like all the prestige shows or whatever, like the audiences suck out here. You know, I mean, not like relatively speaking, like they don't like I'm not like all high and mighty about it. But like people here in L.A. where there's like the cool shows talking to them on a personal level sucks. Yes. If they're like but, good. But like somebody that lives in a town that's like, oh, I, they're doing stand up comedy in in Visalia. Heck, yeah. I'll, I'd love to go that. I'd love some entertainment. Yeah. Like I love, I really enjoy those type of crowds, not the crowds that are like cool, yeah. you know. I'm doing stand up comedy in Visalia on January 28th, dude. Oh yeah, with the yeah. uh, uh, Eulalio Magana. Yeah, with Eulalio Magana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what a name! What a what a Eulalio Magana. Yeah, can we first let's tell a story like we're you know like about because I think he's an interesting figure, and I don't know if I've ever talked about Eulalio. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're we're. Uh, we're flying. We're at 45. Um, Biggest piece of shit I ever met. The first comedy booker I ever dealt with. Slashed a comic's tires. Is that true? Yeah. Whose tires? Byron. That's so funny. Yeah. I know one time he was trying to get a Western Union thing late at night, and they wouldn't do it for him at a like Walmart. A money order? Yeah. 
and he fucking destroyed a uh, $5 DVD bin at a Walmart and went to jail. <gasps> oh, he <laughs> For, did? like, the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he oh fucking destroyed the... So, like, and it's funny, the idea of destroying a $5 movie bin, that means my thought is that you grab the side of it and rip it open, and then DVDs <laughs> flood the entire store, and everybody has to run out of the store because there's so many DVDs flooding. But, dude, I mean, the first... The first Probably the first comedy show I was ever actually like booked on, like, I mean, I was booked on one in Bakersfield before I think, but it was in Delano, at a pizza place. I don't remember what the pizza place was, but Delano, if you don't know, it's when you start driving through Central California and mm-hmm. it really starts smelling like shit. Yeah, yeah. That's Delano. Yeah, yeah. So very heavy, like, and it's not the people; it's the fucking. The cows. The cows and yeah, the there's, paper. There's a paper factory there. It's like it's a real fucking yeah, there's, shithole. Th- that's where a shit ton of your milk that you drink comes yeah, from. Yeah, comes from between basically Delano and Visalia. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like cows. It's fucking agriculture. It just all, it smells. It's what people think. The When people like are like, yeah, I drove through Bakersfield. It smelled like shit. And it's like, no, you were 30 miles north. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know that's the same like, thing with Fresno. Yeah. People oh, are, it like, smelled like shit. It's like, no, it was everywhere in between there. Yeah. You that w- like Bakersfield and Fresno, but while you're driving there, are your two saving graces because that's where it stops smelling like shit for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, so I go there to the show, and this guy's such a piece of shit. And I'm eighteen, nineteen. I just started comedy, and I'm like, you know, comedy's hey man, it's rough out here, dude. <laughs> comedy's rough. You got to deal with some crazy people. Yep. So I I go and I do this show, and he. We get there to this place, and it's packed because people are watching the Raiders game. It's packed to the brim. Yeah. And he goes in there, and he goes, hey, guys, we're doing going to do a comedy show. That's not how he sounds. No. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to do And this guy, he looks like a pirate. Mm-hmm. Well, he looks like a, a, a white kid in a costume who's trying to be but Hispanic. he's tall, tall guy, Latino dude, very long hair. He wears a fedora. Uh, uh, a dude, a we, collared shirt. Are we gonna get murdered after this? Fuck like, <clears throat> who knows? I'll like give him my address. He can come through here. No. He like fully fucking thought. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. No, he's he just doesn't. he's legitimate. He's a he's a truthfully a crazy person. Yes, and yeah, so he's, he has uh, yeah he is undiagnosed uh, mental illness. Without a he's doubt. a terrible guy. Yeah, and I I haven't talked to this guy in probably eight years. Same. I haven't heard about him in that long, but. Anytime you meet up with somebody and you both can talk shit about him, it's yeah. pretty sweet. Oh, that I mean, that's that's the basis for a lot of my relationships out here. But Are you like you ever do a you ever do a show in Clovis? <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm like, you know this guy. Like, oh, but he would God. produce shows from like Bakersfield to Fresno, and ev- truly everywhere in between. Yeah, and they were terrible shows always. But you were like, especially when you're just starting comedy, you're like, this is what you got to do, man. Oh, I'm still like that. And. uh so I pull up at this pizza place, very packed to the brim with Raider fans. Yeah. And he sets up the mic, gets on the mic, and says, hey, guys, we're about to start the comedy show soon. Yeah. So everybody here needs to pay $10. <laughs> and also, we're going to turn off the game. Jesus. And you would think this guy, they, they wanted to kill this guy. Of course. And so the owner comes out, smooths it all over, yeah, says, yeah. we'll turn off the sound for the game. We're leaving the game on. Yeah. can still do the show. <laughs> so he goes up. He's hosting. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he decides he's the host still. Yep. And is booed horrendously. <laughs> they hate him. He does They're 20 screaming minutes. screaming at him. He does a good amount of time. They're screaming at him. He's just literally, he's like, my, girl, my girlfriend has all of her shots. Grey Goose, Jaeger. And tequila, like it's like she's you know, the worst. Jokes. He's the worst comic ever. He's the worst person ever. Yeah. And then they're booing him incessantly. Yeah. They hate him. They're <laughs> screaming that they're gonna kill him. You're like, I get to go up next. And, and then I go up next. I'm booked. I get up there. I remember this so vividly because I was driving. I know, I know that I drove my mom's car there mm-hmm. because I was like, <laughs> I had a car. I was just like, I'll just drive. I don't know what it was. And so I pull up there, do that. He's on stage doing his thing. Booing him. And then I go up there, and the crowd isn't listening mm-hmm. at all. But every time I pause, I get a borderline standing ovation because I'm not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> borderline, like legit, 
like 10, 15 second long applause breaks after every joke. Yeah. Almost zero laughter. <laughs> Just because they're happy that I'm not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I leave there and I'm like, no one said it's going to be easy. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I leave there and I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I'm really, I'm really doing my thing. You got to run through the crucible of life if you want to be a stand-up comic. And like the first time I ever did like an interview with the paper in Bakersfield, is this guy Cesario. He's a really cool guy. He's uh, been around forever. Very like knowledgeable when it comes to like, especially like the music scene. Like he was around when like Corn was popping off. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Played in a bunch of bands. Corn's Corn's from Bakersfield. Yeah, we did. A, I did a inter- uh, podcast with him one time. We were talking about it, and it was. Him talking about like kind of the before and after corn effect of mm. Bakersfield music, where yeah. like after corn uh, popped off, everybody just went into the studio and was like, make us sound like that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and he was saying, we were doing this interview for the paper for some comedy thing one time, and like he like stopped the recorder. Somebody, somebody, like it was a few comedian, and somebody like made a joke about Eulalio, and then like you saw Cesario's li- eyes light up, and he like stopped the recording, and he was like, well, off the record. And then he just <laughs> unleashes this, like, expl- tells a story of just some crazy story, like some crazy, it was just. So now anytime I you, see somebody. You don't remember the story? I don't remember the story. <sighs> Every time I see somebody like Connor McSpadden, yeah. or like people that were around and like doing comedy in the Central Valley yeah, in yeah, like yeah. 2012 <clears throat> to 2014, you know, yep. like that type of era, it's always like. Well, I also had a fake Eulalio Twitter account. Dude, so that's what you, I was. You Lalio uh, comic god. I would even yeah. still, but he was he was nut. Like he's a psychopath. I know, but I, <clears throat> yeah, that that Facebook account was like because he was like you don't. I mean, details aside, if you have a common enemy with somebody, it's just like there's always those things. So you started this Twitter account, and <clears throat> nobody knew it was you for a long time, and then uh, <clears throat> I still haven't even made it public. I mean, this doesn't matter that I'm saying it's me because. It's not, you know. It's it doesn't matter at all. Let me see if I have. I have the here it is. I pulled it up right here. <laughs> yeah, here's some of the tweets from 27, 2017. That's actually pretty late to be starting this. That's actually funny. Yeah. I am banned from Flappers Comedy for killing too hard. I spelled too hard. And then uh <laughs> that's where I spelled too wrong. My jokes are trademarked. My jokes are trademarked. Me and my big dick will see you in court. <laughs> Uh, you says, you started calling individuals out too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was really funny. I am back. Please book me. I booked all of you on some of the best shows a pizza parlor has ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and he would always talk shit about like nerds. Comics do not text me to say Merry Christmas. You are not my friends. <laughs> <laughs> At my shows, you get a red light when you have one minute and a blue light when you are stealing my material. That's from 2015. Okay. Dude, so that... I would tweet like once every few months on this back in the day. That's so fun. <clears throat> yeah. Ner- nerd comics never prosper. Only nerds would get that joke. That's why no Porterville comics get booked. All they do is nerd comics. Remember, he would always do that. He'd be like, he would talk shit and be like, man, Porterville comics. Are, and it's like, dude, there, there's no Porterville. Like, it's just, dude, you stole my material. Comics don't want to get paid in pizza. No wonder they are starving. Idiots. My car is the house that comedy built. <laughs> All of my followers are comedians. I hate comedians. Oh, yeah, this is from 2014. Okay. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, that I I love that kind of stuff. He would, he would just start so much shit with comedians, like, like he was just like he's I, just fucking he's so insane, dude. It's insane to how many comics are out there that are just like you see them and they you just don't see they have such strong opinions about who's good and who's not, yeah. and yet they're horrible. Like, you know what I mean? And it's not like an opinion. It's just like, they just, the volume that doesn't go up in the crowd, you know? Hey, should I fart right now on the mic? Yeah, dude. Sorry, I'm just looking. Oh, <laughs> dude, that was a yeah, little You're squeaker. gonna kill Eddie, dude. Don't worry about me wearing the same clothes 14 days in a row. Just worry about your set. Fashionable comics are idiots. <laughs> dude, should we be talking about specific yeah, comedy dude, people? A hipster comedian told me we should do some open mics. I told him I'm too busy promoting in my show and Tracy to worry about stupid comedy. <laughs> oh, Shit, we need God. to reach out to him, see how he's doing, man. 
Dude, we should so get it. We should do a, a show with uh, Smoke and Chris Boken and Eulalio, and uh, we'll just throw Danny Minch in there for good measure. You aren't on my show anymore because I don't like the way any of your Facebook pictures looked on my flyer. <laughs> Here's a video of his stand-up, dude. Oh, oh damn it! You have to have the you have to have the owner of the video access ac- grant you access to the thing. I've never seen that on YouTube. You can only watch it if the owner grants you access. That is hilarious. That's amazing. <clears throat> Comics, should... do not message me to wish me a happy Easter. You are my <laughs> employees and not my friends. <laughs> Dude, you should uh, you should you should do more of that stuff. You know, like comedy Batman and like like that type of stuff is it's fun. Making fake accounts. I had a couple of fake. Accounts. He he was kind of like Trumpish a little bit. Oh, 100 percent. Like I, I put it here, I dock headliners two slices of pizza for every new joke they do at my shows. I'm not paying you to try new things out. Don't go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Don't ask me how much I pay headliners, and don't ask them either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be I remember having some conversations with people like that. Like, dude, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that I paid him that much. I want people to know. Yeah, he would get mad at me because he would book me on his awful bullshit and then, like, get mad because I would never book. I mean, there's multiple people who, like, even who still book shows around that won't book me because oh yeah, eight years ago I wouldn't book them because they're terrible to headline a show I would produce in Bakersfield. Dude, I've had people be upset at me for not putting them up at the Ice House. I'm like, I didn't even host the Ice House very often. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, no, dude, you didn't fucking. I remember you guys always, like, you didn't put me up at the Ice House. Fuck yeah, off. people would do that to me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't." Yeah, well, you're you're always very good at just like, because I think that's the nice thing about representing the truth. Always, like, if you're just like comfortable with being like, "Yeah, you're," I don't want to put you up because I don't like your stand up. You're not good. Like you know, it's yeah. like I've gotten much better. That? I think uh, at layering what I'm saying, but there was a period in time where I'd be like, "Yeah, you suck," but you're like you you'll you'll make a couple attempts. <laughs> to like soften the blow or yeah. whatever. Oh, or like, I will. Yes, I will. And I'll then make, you give up. I'll make a few attempts to soften the blow, and then afterwards, after if if somebody presses me continuously, I'm like, yeah, you suck, dude. Sorry. Yeah, that's great. I've yep. only done it a couple of times. One, one in particular. What did you do? Uh, <laughs> you don't have to the, say their name. No, no, no. The well, a guy asked me. He was telling somebody else that he was the most underrated comic in in L. A. And then turned to me and said, "You agree with that, right?" And I was like, uh, and he's like, right. I'm like, like probably like the most underrated. You know, I was like, man, no, no, <laughs> you, no, you're not. You're probably rated exactly where you should be. He's like, what? I'm like, I, man, you just keep doing the same stuff and it's not working. And I don't it's know what. Bad and it's bad and you suck and you're also an asshole. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have this conversation. But you ask me, and like, I want you to do good. But you're not because you're doing the same stuff. Oh, but you haven't seen me. You haven't seen me, I, dude. I, I'm like, no, dude, no. And I like went from being completely nice and trying to be like, uh, to being like, oh, I'm telling the truth. You know, <laughs> just, here we go. It's like, oh boy. I usually don't like to have those conversations because it doesn't benefit yeah. me in any way, or it doesn't. Sorry, I'm just still on the Eulalio Covet God thing. I hate nerd comedy. I can't get people in Porterville to laugh at nerd comedy. They like Latino comedy. I hate Latino comedy. <laughs> this is from 2014. This is an eight eight year old tweet. Dude, I want oh, I want man. him and Ty Rivera to go at it. I think they've gone at it plenty of times. Not like I a, love Ty Rivera. They should too. do a boxing match. <laughs> yeah. Be amazing. All right, can we wrap this up? What are we at? Yeah, uh, man. Hey, guys, uh, it's me, Kevin Tankin here. Um, in case you can differentiate the voices, but uh, appreciate you. If you're listening right now and you have enjoyed this podcast, I just want you to know that we appreciate you, you know, and, uh, you know, we're your pals. We're here for you. So join the Discord and say what's up. Send us emails back, friespod at gmail.com, even though I don't know if that email is even still working. Like, because I know it's working, but I've just, we haven't got an email on that thing in a while. I feel like we just got a few last week. Did we? Am I wrong? I think you might be wrong. Um, yeah, maybe my, my uh, inbox filter is bad. But, uh, hey, if you're out there and you're feeling it, the post-holiday stuff, uh, be intentional about, you know, going and doing something fun with yourself. 
and uh, get a little gay. You know, get a little gay with the, your, you know, your lady or your your guy, and you know, do something nice for somebody else. And if you don't have somebody else, got you know, go to the Seven Eleven, get yourself a candy bar. You know, like do something nice for yourself to like pump yourself up. Yeah, suck someone off. Yeah, suck somebody off. Like me or Bruce if he's around. You know, it's like honestly, that's the one thing that I'll I'll, I'll always take away from Christianity. Is that you? You will find fulfillment in the service to others. You know what I mean? Like it's better to give than to receive. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm not selfish because I know that it's better to give. Happy New Year to all. Happy New Year to all. I hope that your 2023 is fantastic and it's better than any other year uh, that you've experienced. Yeah, 2023 uh, is sick, man. I'm blowing up. Shit, dude. I'm I'm gonna start a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the the groundhog stream and uh it's just going to be kind of a dimly lit black box you know like the boxes you get for if you're going to sell stuff on ebay yes i'm gonna get one of those (laughs) and then i'm gonna put my my dick in it but here's what's going to happen i'm going to pull i'm going to push my dick back into like my foreskin i don't have foreskin but i you know you're you do and then i push it all the way back in so like it's nothing there and then i'm gonna let it go and it'll pop up out of the hole Fuck yeah. Bruce wasn't making any eye contact with me for that whole thing. I just like kept going. I'm like I'm chilling, dude. This has been the Bruce's Room podcast. Yeah, we're chilling here. Uh I'm on the bed. Kevin's at my desk. I appreciate you guys. It's a Tuesday. Uh we started at eleven in the morning on a Tuesday. And it's supposed to be out. It was supposed to be out yesterday. Yeah, dude, but Kevin's a fucking bum. I'm a bum, dude. I got the gout and uh, you know, I'm gouted out and I'm you know, I'm dying. I'm dying. So, uh, <clears throat> all right, folks. Anything else, Bruce? No, I love you all. Uh, Comedy Store, January 9th, main room with Dane Cook and others. Wow. <laughs> Are you going to spit water up in the air? Yeah, I might. Uh, January 12th, I th- believe January 12th, Bakersfield, Temple Brewery with Fahim Anwar. That's a really good show if you're in Bakersfield. January 28th in Visalia. And just know I'm blowing up, bro. Shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. feel free to uh, go follow me on social media. I post all my uh, veils. And also, if you're coming to, to L.A. or something, uh, I you know, I don't know if we'll be able to hang out or anything, but uh, if you want to come to a show or whatever, just let us know. We, there's always something going on. Yeah, um, Give us a heads up. So, All right. Oh. Best podcast ever. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week.